one of the biggest ways that you can ensure that you keep your job is not just being a trainer, but being a consultant and gaining your C-suite, you know, buy-in from the very beginning. And you're going to get that buy-in several different ways. And today's creative training tip, we're going to look at just the the real easy things that you can do. Now, I say easy. It takes a lot of time, but it's easy for me to share with you, and it's pretty quick. So first of all, you need to make sure that you know what pro- projects you're on and are there is there a return on investment process that you can kind of make sure happens. Now, remember, when you're designing or developing anything, the C-level is your customer. And the C-level includes any stakeholders. It could be vice presidents. It could even just be your manager. Really, it's anyone that is going to be that stakeholder for you. So if you have any kind of project you're working on and you want to make sure that there's a return on investment process, keep that in mind from the very beginning. It becomes very difficult after the fact to be able to accurately describe the investment costs versus gains versus timelines if you don't have those from the very beginning. Now, you'll also have some intangibles that you want to keep in mind as well. So even though you're not able to say, well, the exact amount is this, the intangible has a place as well. So when you're looking at return and investment, what hard costs can you give them? You know, whether it was a savings, whether it was a time savings, a money savings, and then what were some of the the softer things that occurred, the intangible that you weren't able to really put a price tag to, but you know it really meant something. So let me give you an example of a hard line, you know, return on investment. Uh, at the end of the six months, because of this training, we'll reduce the new hire training amount of time from six days to three days but they'll also be able to do their job with the same number of errors or fewer, and it will save us $1,000 per person, whatever it might be. So you're gonna have all of those numbers and be able to show the exact, hey, here's exactly what happened, and by the way, just because we cut in half doesn't mean that they didn't get as good of an experience. Another thing is to make sure that you're aligning everything with your business goals. That means you have to know your audience and you have to know what is important as a whole within your organization. Because if you're not aligning it with that, then it's really, um, it, it really doesn't make any sense to even do that. We worked with Farmers Insurance and they needed to have a new training program to accelerate the success of their new agents. And What we said is the graduates of that new hire training program would achieve 25% higher sales compared to the agents who did not receive the training. This would be a $10 million increase in gross premiums company-wide. So guess what? We knew exactly what we wanted to do. We had two different ways to look at it, those that went through the training, those that did not, and we were able to see what the increase would be because we knew what the the status quo was. So that's an, an important element as you're in leadership and trying to get that that buy-in. Make sure that you know your industry. What do you think the future holds for it? Those are the kinds of things that you want training to be surrounding. Uh, what are my competitors doing? I don't want to just replicate what they're doing, but what are they doing? What's the industry doing? At the Bob Pike Group, I don't want to always spend a ton of time and money 
figuring out what what is the world need when it comes to training and development. So what do I do instead? I look to people that have already gone before us and done a ton of research. So uh, Deloitte and Touche has done a ton of research. JTD has done a ton of research. Uh, so what I'm doing is I'm reading through what is it that people are saying that they need, and I start there. Then I can do a survey of people that have been through our classes in the past. Is this actually something that's needed? So knowing your industry is a really important piece to have your stakeholders really buy into what you're trying to do. The final thing I want to share with you is making sure that you conduct a review of all your business case decisions. So you're looking at what have we done in the last five years? You don't have to go back 20. Uh, I personally, at the Bob Pike Group, we look at the six years prior to me buying the company and the six years after, or you can do seven and seven, whatever it is. But for me, I'm looking at what have we done since my time of purchasing and what did we do before? And I'm able to really get a clear look at everything we did before versus what we're doing now, what's been successful versus not. And what, the number one thing I can tell you is that now I'm retiring content and I'm creating new content. That's been a huge difference for the Bob Pike group. In the, in the past, we've had the same classes that do really well. Don't get me wrong. You know, they, they do really well. We update them annually and make sure it's the, the best of the best information. But it's time to retire some things that aren't important anymore and add in new things like on the job training or micro learning. Those are the areas where in our industry we know it's growing. And so we need to be on top of those trends. So those are just a few things that really will help you to gain C-level buy-in. Specifically, works in the United States. Internationally, you may want to consider uh, a few other things that we're not talking about here today. But those, those are really some key and critical concepts for you to make sure that your leadership is bought in to what you want to do in the next year. Thanks for listening. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group, and this is a creative training tip for you.